Hola, mi gente. Welcome to another episode of 831 Comadres, where, where nothing's, nothing's off the, the table cuando estás entre comadres. We are happy to be coming to you from beautiful old town Salinas, California, <laughs> from Salad Bites Studio Media. Salad Bites Media Studio. Sorry. <laughs> it's been a long day, okay? Super with this long day. But we are in studio joined by two lovely guests. Guests, Super please excited. introduce yourselves. So Ricky here from Simply of Service. And Lisa from Simply of Service. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much for being in studio with us, guys. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank yeah. you guys for inviting us. Of course, yeah. dude. We Who wouldn't want you invited over here with us and talk about all the great things that you guys do every fucking day? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. So before we get into like the main bulk conversation of what we're going to be talking about, which what is a distribution that you guys recently did down in Tijuana for the Asylum Seeker that are in the encampment down there, right? We wanted to just kind of like introduce to us who is SOS? How long have you guys been an organization? Like, how tell did you us, guys meet? Yeah, tell us a little bit about how it all started <laughs> between you two. Yeah, take us to the beginning. <laughs> okay, so Simply of Service, we are a community-based group with volunteers from all over. Uh, we have volunteers from Monterey County. I believe it's like Salinas, Watsonville. There you go. That's what I was trying to get at. Salinas, Watsonville. And then we also have some from San Jose. And again, a community-based group. So we just, it's just us. It's just like regular, you know, our time. You know, we donate our time and our efforts for this. And the goal of our group is to provide mutual aid to the unsheltered by providing like food and hygiene kits, you know, getting them resources and helping them get access to stuff. And then also, you know, we do a lot of protesting. So I'm sure you guys see us out there. I know Frenchie yep. has joined us. <laughs> in the yes. So we do a lot of protesting. We also provide security as well for other protests that are going on. And really, one of the main goals is just to provide or not to provide, but to raise awareness of what's going on in society with all the inequality and the injustice like it's something that we you know need to talk about in order for people to know what's going on that's the main main goal of i love that for sure and can you tell us ricky like how long have you guys been an organization because i know that like i've linked up with a couple members of Mm -hmm. sos before and so like you know started relationships like about what a year and a half ago that's now, started, almost yeah. about two years. Yeah, I believe that's so. when it kind of started. I want to say two, three years ago. Okay. And um, I remember meeting Isaac out there yeah. in the same thing when we did that Vanessa Guillen yes. uh, protest uh-huh. with AOC. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how where it kind of started for me as well. And pretty much just linked up with him, you know. And I remember Lisa reaching out and she's like, come on, join us. <laughs> and at first I was more like, like you know, like helping Unidos, eight Three, one. Mm-hmm. I was with them as well and um, helping um, AOC yeah. as well. And so mm-hmm. I was just like, kind of like, oh, well, you know, I like the independence, you know, kind of thing. But then afterwards, I was like, you know what, let's do it. Let's let's go. Um, so started helping them with, you know, helping the unsheltered and then going on with the rest, you know, of the mutual aid here locally itself. But I want to say, yes, about good three years that they've been going on strong. Myself, I want to say a few months now. 
Really? really? I feel months, like it's yes, been a like year with you too, but maybe because really? of everything you've always done. And, and Being linked in with yeah, 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 other... Like, what did you used to say? Like, we're part of the family? <laughs> oh, I would say, um, yeah, when we send out the bat call, all the usual suspects show up. Yeah. <laughs> it's always us. We're all Yeah, because it was like, you know, a few organizations that it was just, no matter what yeah, was going correct. on, yes, you know what I mean? Definitely. Everybody from, definitely. you know, was showing up and showing support from all these different coalitions mm-hmm. yeah, that definitely. were that were popping up. And, you know, some of them have fizzled out and away and other of them are still active mm-hmm. and you know taking on different causes and different issues and there's always something right it seems like Correct. there's always yes. something so the yeah so it's, stops. yeah it's it's dope to know that y'all are still out there and still doing the work right and so i know that there's a lot of work being done with like the you know our unhoused neighbors right but then specifically you guys started so you guys were did a collaboration with an organization outside of san diego correct correct yes yeah so tell us about them and how that you know partnership kind of came together yeah so that started i want to say this was i want to say was it the, the beginning of this month, right? Well, or the, not the beginning of this month, the beginning of this year when we went out there to a protest. Yes. For abolish ice. Is that when the whole San Diego it situation was in San Diego. happened? We went yes. out there to oh, support because okay. we, you know, we try anywhere where they have the, the no kitchen cages mm-hmm. abolish ice, we're going to pull up. Even okay. if it's, you know, miles away, we're going to be there. So we went out there to support them. And then that's how we got together with mm-hmm. them. And after that, um, we seen on their page that they were helping you know the asylum seekers down in Tijuana and so we talked about it you know kind of get the idea of like maybe bringing that here where we you know bring donations and Mm -hmm. stuff and then we can go and do that distribution down there obviously we contacted them since they already did this before and collaborated with them in this situation that's awesome and it was yeah it was a really great experience to be out there and we had our distribution which was July 10th in Tijuana and yeah it was beautiful to have that collaboration with them you know um, just go down there and do that distribution I mean the experience was an emotional one I bet for sure and so you guys started how long did you collect donations for I want to say maybe about a month. We really? put out the first flyer about a month ago, and we were just seeking any type of donations from shoes, toys, clothes, anything. You know, we were t- taking anything. And then as the day got near, then we spoke to the San Diego group, which <clears> is called uh, We Stand United. And they told us some specific needs that the asylum seekers were asking for. So we put out another flyer calling for those. And I think... Two weeks after that, that's when we got the date set and we went out to Tijuana. Only a month you guys were asking for like everything. But I feel like when I saw your pictures and your videos, it looked like so like you guys were asking from like three months and a half. Yeah. It was a shitload of stuff. We had like literally my garage was it looked like a storage unit because I had so much stuff. I was amazing. Oh my God. I was like, I was telling Ricky, I was like, oh my God, like where's my garage? (laughs) (laughs) I had boxes on top of boxes on top of boxes, but it was literally about a month. And all those boxes that you guys see, like literally, literally that was the community coming together. All those stuff came from all the people that donated items, dropping them off, you know, Ricky picking them up, and then even people just donating funds for us to get stuff. So that Mm. was literally collecting in about a month. Yeah, beautiful to see the community come together Mm. from the Bay Area down here to the Center Coast. Yeah, because you guys got donations all the way from San Jose, right? There was a donation or a drop-off site in San Mm -hmm. Jose, and then all of that was... Brought to Salinas and then sorted and organized and then packed up and taken down to Tijuana. Yes. Yes. 
How many did you guys go to TJ? Was it just you two or cuantos fueron? How just many? us just two. two. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's I'm what like, I love. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, even if it's one person, two, yeah. we're going to pull up. Yeah. Arranque. Yeah. Fierro, <laughs> yes. I, I hate it when people are like, oh, I can't. I just, oh, you know, like yeah, the, the no, people que. Se puede, que se puede. Exactly. Se puede. Yes. Si, it, si yeah. quieres, puedes. Se That's puede. the, the saying, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that poder. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm yeah. appointing yes. <laughs> that one, that one right <laughs> there. <laughs> and talk to us a little bit about like the organization that goes into it like before you go out there, right? So I know like a lot of the times people are like, oh yeah, they're getting donations. This is great. This is awesome. But there's a lot of work that goes mm. into, it's not you know, the, everything leading up to the actual, you know, mission of driving down to San Diego and then the work of, you know, getting it distributed and into the hands of these people that need it the most. Right. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of the times like we gloss over like all of the work that happens. So talk to us a little bit about like some of the the roadblocks that we see or some of the roadblocks that you guys, you know, like the um, struggles with it. Yeah. You know, we're faced with when doing this distribution and stuff like that, because even you saying like, hey, like you know like people think like oh yeah let's collect donations where are we gonna put all them things (laughs) i have a studio apartment where do you live (laughs) you know what i mean so it's like all these types of things right again i feel like a lot of the times we gloss over Mm -hmm. some of the like we um, don't think of the little things but it needs to be yeah yeah the little details of it right so and that's where a lot of like the work and the effort comes in Mm -hmm. from y'all right from you folks so talk to us a little bit about that Definitely. So some of the issues, I mean, and not not just for this event, but just like for any event that, you know, any organization does in general. But some of the things that we had issues for this event, I think was, you know, having to pick up a lot of the items because we didn't have an official like drop off location. So I was using my house to put all the stuff in. And so it wasn't like I can just be like, oh, yeah, hey, here's my address. Come and drop off, you know, because I'm like, I have kids. Slide through. I don't don't trust you, bitch. Like, I don't know. You know, I'll I, meet you over here by Walmart real quick, you know, but bringing everyone with me. Give you my address. Yeah. So that was one of the issues, not having like a drop off site and then having to sort all this stuff. I mean, like, guys, when we said donations, you know, we appreciate anything and everything. <laughs> but when Ricky and I were sorting this, you guys are not going to believe some of the crap that we <laughs> yes. were giving. What? Can, can, I I, mean, can we know or no? Yeah, no. I mean, and this is all. <laughs> let me back. You know what? Right? It was a senora in a red van. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, like... We said donations and, you know, it's for asylum seekers. And yes, we know that, you know, they are in need. But like, come on, people, like we're talking about like giving them decent items, you know, things that they're going to use. And so, you know, I'll tell you guys right now what some of the things that were crazy items that we found. But, you know, another struggle with that was getting volunteers to come out and help us sort the stuff. I mean, again, I we had in total about 30 to 35 bags of clothes and shoes. Mm. Uh, bags and not including boxes so we had to go through each bag sort them site fold them you know uh, wash them that was another thing wash them and get everything ready Mm -hmm. so finding volunteers was very difficult but some of the stuff that we found were um (laughs) i want to hear this uh, (laughs) well we had a couple well we had a few uh lingerie i was gonna say some tone drones huh we had some used thongs used thongs okay were they did they want kids to create slingshots out of them or like you know we had some used thongs in there let them Um, be like new or something yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah somebody donated picture frames 
so I'm not really sure what the, the purpose of that was. Yeah. What with that? Yeah, what they can use for that, and also costumes. We got costumes, Halloween costumes. And then there was a box with just like some odds and ends. I mean, I don't know if somebody was cleaning out their garage, but somebody donated a car windshield mirror. Yeah, like, you know, like the sidecar, like the, the mirror that go on the side of the car. You know what, girl? You should have looked it up to make sure it didn't go to like a 68 Chevy or something like that. Because those like are random things that are like actually really expensive. Like good yes. Yeah, I was like, what are they going to do with this? You know, so I, there was a couple of like, a couple of stuff. I'm just like, why? I can't, we can't take this town. Like, what, what are they going to do with this? I yeah, know. I think that's super important and something that like, sometimes it's hard to like verbalize that yeah. right without coming off as an asshole especially exactly. like on no, social media right. yeah. like, <laughs> and then people are you know anything you say like oh like don't none of this or none of that because right everyone takes everything offensive exactly now. then they're like yes. oh oh well, well they're they only want my help then <laughs> correct and then coming off as an organization they're gonna be like oh well simply a service doesn't want this or they're you know being ungrateful being or, picky or something you know so I, it was I just think like, be mindful. So exactly. yeah. So <laughs> I work at, at a buy sell trade, right? Like a children's buy sell trade, okay. and like sometimes people will come in for their appointments, and you know, and they're selling back like you know children's items, right? And then I'm like, oh yeah, like we picked up this much. You know, you can either have you know ten dollars and you know fourteen cents in store credit, or you know eight dollars and. 62 cents in cat whatever right <laughs> and they're like you didn't even buy that much like why why aren't you taking my stuff and like i'm like okay well we don't take things that are ripped and we don't take things that you are have stained, to literally and like, we don't take things where the snaps out. are broken yeah. Yeah. and this one the button is missing and on this one the you zipper do doesn't that? work you say all that well if they're gonna be rude to me and ask some dumbass questions you, you want to know why <laughs> you want to know why because i'm like as a parent like these are people who are parents right yes. or grandparents or you know caregivers mm -hmm. for young children yeah, yeah yeah we are both adults here I will reciprocate all the energy you give me all day long, baby girl. Like all, so if you're gonna ask me a stupid motherfucking question, it's going to be met answer. Yeah. with a very facetious motherfucking answer. Like you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we're adults, and I have to parent my six year old child all goddamn day. My patience bank, I save up all the money in my patience bank so that I can I've give that it. to my daughter. I've seen it. I don't a, give any yeah. of my patience bank to broke motherfuckers. To dumb bitches at work, <laughs> to fucking trolls on the internet. Like, oh. you feel me? Like, I, I got no patience. All of that, I have to save it up for my baby girl. I cannot give it away <laughs> no, to I dumb places. You. you know what I mean? So I feel, I feel like Amen to that. everybody who's listening, and, yeah, we're just generally speaking, think. If That's anybody, it. any organization out there is asking for donations, be mindful of the things which you are donating. Take your shit to the Goodwill and pull out the six or seven really good things that you have and take that to SOS. And that way they don't have to do all the work of hauling your bullshit back to Goodwill. Like if you want to help, really help don't mm. create more work for the people who are donating their time to do the work that's why i was yes. when i did the whole share bread thing last november people would ask like oh what do you need and anything you know can i give this and i would be like straight up like nope we don't need that we need blankets this is what we need this yeah. is what we need i'm gonna be straight up honest with you like i'm not gonna lie 
Even yes. with my coworkers too, it'd be like, can we give you this? I'm all like, you know what? We have enough of that. Maybe more if you have extra blankets or whatever you don't use anymore or shoes. You know, that's the main yeah. thing. But it's just sometimes I know it's so hard to be front with people because you don't want to sound like, you know, an asshole. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's slapping a name like an organization. It's so hard to get the trust of the community. So, again, you don't want to be like, oh, my God, SOS is being like picky or no, they don't want this. No, Be mindful. You have to stand your ground and be like you know what we need this we need that and like we started doing like a list basically you know and from there let's do it let's go you know and funds would always be a great thing too yeah and i know a lot of times people aren't able to give that right Right. and i think that a lot of the times instead of showing up with this huge give what you can Mm -hmm. but be mindful about your giving yes if all your clothes is stained, but you really want to help, skip your cafecito this morning and give $5. Yep. That yeah. $5 is way more useful. Or, you know, if it's three fucking dollars, you know what I mean? Like, Every I don't know if you go hour. to Starbucks or the Bearded Bean or you go to McDonald's, like whatever it is. Come on, a dollar. That, right? Like three, that $3 or that $5 is going to be more useful and more helpful than you or members mm-hmm. of SOS or volunteers of the community add up. spending their time mm-hmm. going through things that they can't really, you know what I mean, are not. Because, again, think about it, too. Y'all rented a vehicle to go down there, correct? We did. Yes, yes. we did. So that's money and gas and effort. And so, mm-hmm. like, okay, are we going to spend? There's only so many cubic inches inside that car, yes. right? So are we going to take up space taking picture frames down to Tijuana? Or are we going to spend <laughs> that taking diapers? Shoe, like, yeah, yeah like, yes. let's, again, let's be mindful, people. So, <laughs> On that day when you guys were doing the distribution, what time did you guys leave? And or como, did you guys stay out there or or with? Homie left on Friday. Yeah, we plugged in, Friday. we tapped in. Okay. <laughs> yes, Friday night. Uh, we I think we left like I was anticipating like to leave around ten, but we ended up leaving around eight. Eight o'clock. I think yes. eight o'clock. Yeah, Dang, you guys packed that eight car o'clock. quick because you we again we connected that day. Yeah, earlier and, yeah. like around I want to say you left like at four thirty five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, literally. And when I'm talking, we packed that car. We packed the car because Lisa here she was trying to make sure that <laughs> because she's every a mama, corner, she knows she every knows corner, there was like. Like there was no gap. There yes. was no gap yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. We even Ricky, slept in the car. Fill the gap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because there was a lot of items. I still to this day I have a lot of items in my garage because we couldn't fit everything. So we took all the children's items out there to Tijuana. So as we're filling up the car and I'm like, you know, Ricky's like, Oh girl, no, we're done. And I'm like, No, 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 there's something right here. I'm like, make it fit. He's like, it doesn't fit. I'm like, make it fit. I'm, like, it in I'm like, no items left behind. So we were filling everything. It was a mission, but Mm -hmm. I mean, definitely, like you said, we got to, you know, utilize that space that we have with valuable items that we Mm -hmm. can take down there. But yeah, yeah, we left Friday night. Yeah, Friday night, we got to a rest area right before Oceanside. We rested there, you know. It was really was it, it was really tight, but we managed to get some rest there. We got what it's like maybe three difficult. hours. It was a mission, and maybe when I three say hours. missions, yeah, yeah maybe we three, only hours. Got three hours. Because you, so you guys didn't really rush, huh? Well, when, well, for me, yeah, I feel it already. No, because I'm going to say you guys drove from here all the way straight down to Oceanside, Oceanside yeah, correct? And then you just popped into the the rest stop or what? Damn, yeah. estilo Mexico. I remember yeah. those when yeah. we used to go to Mexico in the yeah. car in no, the nineties. No, no, we're no. gonna save the funds for exactly. Later. exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So Dang. we did that, and then from there, after 
woke up like I want to say maybe around like six, seven, you know, put on our face, our eyebrows and our eyelashes. I said, we're not going anywhere with all my eyelashes. And we went down to San Diego, met up with our team there. We started sorting more stuff and getting things situated. And from there, we're like, all right, let's go. So we headed to Tijuana around 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? Yeah, 10 o'clock. Yeah, we 10 went out around. there. That's when the adrenaline starts kicking in, you know, like you don't know what to expect. That's well, when you smell too, you the know, petroleo. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Tijuana, you're about to cross you it's know. all emotional right yes, definitely. and so when we're about to cross obviously us having that full car with all the items with all the donations we got stopped obviously because it's a heavy you know yeah, vehicle yeah, yeah. and stuff so they pull us to the side they had us pay taxes for no all the items. yeah they did there was a fee how much was that it was uh 250 $255 U.S., but it's a... Uh, it much? was 5,000 pesos or yeah. 255 U.S. dollars. Yes. Just to take all the donations. And we even told them, like, we're taking donations or clothes and shoes for... We said orphanage and to the shelter out there because that way they wouldn't, like, try to charge us a fee. But, no, they still had us pay a fee if we wanted to continue wow. going through. So. Correct. Or else keep the items there. Right? Yeah, or they gave us like options. That. They said we can either leave the items there with them if we don't want to pay a fee or we Leave can... them there and then what? Collect them exactly. later? Or what? Yeah. Do what with them? Exactly. Said, yeah, she just said you can leave them here. Because you didn't them declare here. them, you know, they would yeah. probably keep them there. I don't know what they would do with them, to be honest. To be Yeah. They wouldn't pass them out to anybody of else? Not. No, of course oh, well, not. No. no way. No. So they said you can either leave them here with us or you can pay the fee or you can go back. You could turn around and go back to the U.S. So I was like, I told Ricky, we didn't come all the way over here to, you know, take yeah, their definitely. bullshit. So we paid the so. fee and we went on about our way. But it was oh, just so girl, unfortunate. I would have been making a phone call. I would have been like, you know what? Let me get. That's <laughs> why I told Ricky <laughs> over here. I'm like, no, tell them. And no, he's you got to. Yeah. I'm like, who do we know? <laughs> that's that's that. That. <laughs> I was like, this is the time when I wish I knew a little bit more Spanish because I'm not like that fluent in Spanish. And I wish it'd be like, like, oh, I would just yeah. go off on I them I was right just now. trying to be respectful with them, you know, kind of thing. But at the same time, it's kind of like you were really nervous. Nervous. It's <laughs> not, you dude. Were nervous. You know, we gotta keep pay this amount. Are you are you serious? Damn, bro. I yes. just like oh. I'm baffled, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You know. Pero me saca de onda que, like, las, las cosas tienen que pasar así, ¿no? Because, yeah. like, uno, it, like, de todo corazón, you know. Con you, mucho amor, we do. Yeah, exactly. you, you do everything that you can. And it's not like anyone's making money off of this. Exactly. Yeah, todavía se la paso if you guys had brand new items. So it's like a, a sales tax yeah. or like yeah. a, you know what I'm saying? Fucking NAFTA or something. I don't know. They can pull some bullshit talking about, you know, import tax or something like that. Esa todavía te la paso. Pero, like, honestly. Fucking donations para well, los or, like los huérfanos like five thousand pesos. Come on, no mames, dude. Yeah. And then that's like para una persona. I, I just think about it, you know, like if you're like a grassroots organization or like even if you're just a regular ass person coming back and was like, oh hey, what I'm gonna just do this for fun or or not for fun, but like you Out know, the, the caridad, right? Yeah. Like you know. 5,000 pesos for someone, that's a whole fucking month's ass work for some people. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's two, three works, yes. weeks worth of work. Estamos hablando de cantidad de dinero grande. Like, especially, you know, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like that money could have been used towards so much good over oh, yeah. there. So having oh, to yeah. pay that like to the, the government or whatever on some yeah, bullshit. And this that is really... the border people right there, right? And this like, was Mexican officials. This wasn't even the see, U.S. and that's the thing. And I've been through my Mexican <laughs> yeah. officials. And we They're shady as fuck. Oh, yeah. esos pendejos yes. allá. But the thing is like over there, I remember one time we went to Mexico when I was little, they, they kept my dad's ID. I remember that. And it was her, his green card. 
and oh, I was shit. yeah, I was six years old, and my mom. I remember we were you know back in the day driving over there because we didn't believe in flying, and then <laughs> and then after Bitch, that we believed in it, we just couldn't afford it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think my grandma at the time I believed care. in planes. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about y'all. So we caught we went we stopped literally. We were in Texas, I don't know where, and then my mom was like Tumika, you know, and yeah. then he was like, oh shit, they never gave it back to me. My mom was like, no, let's go back. We went back. My mom asked for it, like, mi esposo dejó su mica aquí. And the guy literally took it out from his wallet. <gasps> El oh, pinche wow. border people, oh, that, yeah. whatever they were that, down there. Damn. Yeah. That shit. That's why. Wow. Look at all That's why we don't ever officials. declare nothing. I remember when we would pass when I was little and we would go back and forth or whatever. And they'd be like, when we get there, don't say anything. Oh, fuck Shut no. up. Don't, yeah, say no. nothing. don't say yeah. nothing. And they're going to ask us questions. And I may or may not give the answer that you know was truthful or not. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. Like, away. yeah it's like, away. don't say anything. Especially right? when you brought back food. Mm, yeah, I know. Get my mouth shut. Yep. Because yeah, in my head, I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm eating those chongos. <laughs> fuck yeah. that. <laughs> and it's so unfortunate because you get harassed by both mexican officials and the u.s border like the border patrol you get harassed on both sides oh fuck yeah so it's just like you know you're fucked either way you go in you come out like you're gonna get that harassment and it's so annoying because it's like first of all we're here trying to help your people Mm -hmm. and you're gonna charge me a fee like Get this the fuck is out of here. clothes. This is diapers, shoes, and you're going to charge me money to help your people? Why do you think, you know, there's so many people suffering? But that's the thing Les Vale Madres do. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care. They don't yeah, care. As long yeah. as they get benefit out of it, that's all that matters. So yeah. it was it was just really annoying again. And I that's when I wish I really was like fluent. I'd be like, bitch, really? You're going to fucking charge me? Like, you know, but again, yeah, I was crazy. like, oh, bite my tongue. Oh. <laughs> 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 that was Ricky. <laughs> so yeah so then once you guys got over it's right there right like the encampment it's literally like literally as soon as you cross to the left there's this you know a small little alley which leads you to all the encampment literally all all different sides of you know uh camping houses from tarps you know and unfortunately also people who don't even have those items who are just sitting on the side of the sidewalk or wherever you know kind of the side literally yeah it's it's it was really emotional to just suck all that in as you're like seeing it as you know you're just driving by you know we get to where our um what is it where we stand united all mm-hmm. their members were already there setting up everything and so we part we put everything down you know start setting everything up and you start seeing people rushing literally running finding Ugh. ways to get to the front of the, the kids. Yes. that was oh, the most yes. heartbreaking thing out of it just seeing the kids i mean we have to understand that these people out there they're on survival mode they yeah. don't know so like you know they came at us and like it was a little bit overwhelming because they they rushed at us and i was like oh my god we're about to get attacked <laughs> yeah. you know the little kids and everything but again, Again, they're on survival mode. They don't know when they're going to yeah. get stuff or, you know, what what we have that can help them. And just seeing all these kids and all these adults, I mean, we here just don't know what we have when compared to, like, what you see out there. Hmm. I mean, no, there's kids with no shoes. You have, you know, kids with in need. And it was so sad. I'm like, I don't know. I just want, I personally just wanted to grab these kids and just stick them in my car and be like, all right, you're my kid. You're my brother. You're my nephew. I'm like, you know, I want to throw you in my car and be like, let's go. It was <laughs> so unfortunate. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't know. I remember oh. going through and like driving through Tijuana when I was a little girl. Again, we used to go back and forth to Michoacan, you know, and just seeing like kids that were working. You know what I mean? Like so. Mm. But I haven't been to TJ. Well, I haven't been out that way in like, 
at least a decade probably since my grandfather passed away I think and so when was the last time I was like in Tijuana Tijuana and even then 10 years ago había mucha necesidad and it's to the point where oh it breaks your heart you know what I mean so I can just think I can only imagine like how different it is now did you have any Ricky had you been to Tijuana prior to like you know, this encampment going up and like, cause it, you know, Tijuana has always, obviously it's a border city. A mm-hmm. lot of people seek asylum through there, but I mean, we're in like a really unique time in our, in our history, right? Where like, there is so many asylum seeking. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I can't think of a time in history where it's been this bad. Yeah. So Tijuana, not, I think I've only been there once. I've been multiple to Mexicali. Okay. okay. So very similar, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely a city right next to the border as well. And you do see a lot of, you know, people out there, you know, hustling, selling, you know, all these different <laughs> items. <Chicles>. And stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or doing, yeah. doing little works out there. The kids are <laughs> yeah. performing. Yeah. Niños, yeah, so I was yeah, just going to say that. And yeah. So, they're juggling or so there was a fire. lot of people selling a lot of different items a lot of kids out there as well hustling in mm. the borderlines as well yes and when we're talking kids we're talking niños i remember watching documentary i saw someone of four then that was the smallest i've ever seen yes yeah like really documentary when i was watching well. yeah. yeah no yeah. definitely i know and um yeah so as we were um doing the distribution you see you know the kids you know and uh, adults as well you know cleaning trying to wash you know the vehicles and stuff you know trying to make their money as well you know mm-hmm. like that's how we met a um guy from Honduras. I can't remember his name as well, but, um, you know, I was able to get a little bit of his story of his way of making it to Tijuana. He had mm-hmm. mentioned he had to catch 10 different trains oh, in yeah. order to make it happen. It took him about six months to get there. And the reason is because in the process of all that, he did get kidnapped, I want to say about twice. He says, but you got to be smart. And he said, I, for me being that intelligent, I, he was able to like, you know, manage to get away from those people who had him hold hostage and, you know, just keep fighting and keep coming this way. And he said he made it out here. Unfortunately, he did have an incident actually just recently where he got um, run over. Yeah, he did. He had like swollen knees and stuff. But thankfully, there is other people out there who provide medical medical aid and stuff out there. And so um, he was able to get some type of treatment, obviously not fully, but still some treatment. Some help. Yes, correct. So that's beautiful to see that there's other orgs out there providing these medical needs that they need itself. Yeah, it's beautiful to see. Gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. And what what were the. Give us a perspective of what you guys saw on the ground. Like, what are we talking about in terms of like population wise? How big would you say the encampment was? What was it predominantly composed of? Are we talking like a lot of, you know, because I know that like mainstream media is like, you know, Donald Trump, bad hombres and like all this (laughs) bullshit. You know what I mean? And so like people have this idea in their head that like all these asylum seekers are these crazy like banditos or you know what I mean? Like thugs or something like that. And they're all men coming down here to take your jobs and rape your fucking daughters right like that literally people are like afraid of this shit all these right? Karens, right exactly all these karens so like what is the demographic of like the people that you saw there are we talking like you know women and children are we talking about mostly men like what did you Families, guys see while you were that, there yeah we saw everything there was just everything <clears throat> there was a lot of women children men Predominantly, there was more, I want to say Hispanics, but they're not like just Mexican. You know, we've seen some people from uh, Salvador. There were Salvadorians. We had a few from 
Haiti. From Haiti, from Trinidad and Tobago. It's everyone. So it's everyone. And there are people like us. They're just everyday people. They're not people. They're like, you know, no thugs, no. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't. I don't want to say because, again, I, you know, just based on their image, like, you know, how they looked, but just regular people that just need help, you know, families, children, just. Everything. I just want to make a living. Yeah. yeah. Just right. regular yes. people. I'm like, yeah. just regular people. And for them to, like, when we got there as well, there was a few of them that was helping us take out the items. Like, oh. they're doing this as well. Yeah. So that was beautiful to see. They, they didn't have to. They yeah. just got in line with the rest of them and try to fight for that spot. But you out know, of their of good heart, they yes, wanted to. Yes, most definitely. Mm-hmm. No son mala gente. Yeah, no, yes. not at all. Not Is there a all. sense of community in this encampment that you saw or felt or witnessed because i know a lot of the times like in the un like with our our unhoused neighbors like even here in salinas and stuff like that like there's a big sense of community of the people who are like you know sharing space like at the park or you know what i mean and stuff like that do you guys feel that same sense of community you know there at that encampment in tijuana did you get the sense of that i to be honest i i saw a lot of unity Okay. In between people, I did see a lot of unity in between them. Um, I really didn't see a lot of separation of anything. Um, a lot of like, even when people were in line, you know, they were like, oh, come, come, like, vent there, like, right here and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or um, a lot of that, you know, itself. But um, no, I never saw any like negativity in any way where like there's like some type of separation in between them, if yeah. anything. Yeah. It seemed like everyone's like trying to help one another. That's good. Yes. Yeah, it's a big family. That's that's what I got from it yeah, itself. You it's know? beautiful. Yeah. And what, like, in regards to, like, the distribution, I know you were saying that, like, you know, it kind of got a little bit overwhelming because people mm-hmm. were, you know, rushing and stuff like that. But talk to us a little bit about, like, the actual distribution. Like, how does how does this happen? Does somebody come up and say, hey, it's me and, and my child and she's a size four and I'm a seven? Like, you know, like, yeah, what? Like how does that work with, yeah. So being that this was our first time doing the distribution with the We Stand United, we kind of let them take the lead because we didn't really know what to expect. Mm. So we just kind of went with their lineup. But pretty much, yeah, like the people out there, when they saw our vehicles, they kind of already had this like idea like, oh, there's help here. Because right when they saw us coming through, like they were just following our car. Oh. So they already knew yeah. like, oh, you know, they have I saw something the video. for us. Yeah. yeah. So going out there. I think I want to say that we stand because when we first got into TJ, actually, we missed the turn. So we had to go all the way around. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. And all those, what are the, 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 the roundabouts? The roundabout. Oh, yes, my God. Those Who's damn the roundabouts. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Lisa. <laughs> I was the driver. Oh, no, Lisa was the driver. Was yes. The driver. My girl, with your driving, you out. will get us there. Hey, I've been in the car with you. You're scary. Yeah. I'm like, he's over here freaking out. I'm like, Ricky, it's yeah. okay. And then, you know, the cars are coming up. I get the fuck out of my yeah, I knew, I knew right away Lisa would be great I'm at this. Like, I'm like, here, take the wheel, girl. I don't care if I have to drive from Salinas to San Diego and back, but you will handle the Tijuana. Yeah, so we missed the turn, so, but, you know, we did the roundabout. Finally, when we got to the area, um, We Stand United was already there. They had the tables. They had an umbrella, you know, for the heat and stuff like that. How hot was it? Sorry. It was hot. It was hot. Yeah. I want to say, I don't know the exact temperature but i want to say maybe like in the hundreds it was hot yeah we're having like an unprecedented heat wave in california for those of you know you turning tuning in from other parts of the country or from out of the country 
situación. Like, of course, we don't get any of that in fucking San Francisco Salinas, but yeah, no. talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. The so heat don't come to the Bay because they don't want to pay rent. But Fresno, <laughs> San Diego, Delano, TJ. Fuck that. Anyways, mm-hmm. go, I had to ask how hot no, it was. It was, it was hot. So just even standing there for five minutes, you just your face was like super sweaty. But um, your eyelashes were good, right? Yeah, I don't even know. I, told Ricky, I think I asked him at one point. I'm like, do I have my eyelashes? We were doing a group photo, and I was like, oh my god, is my eyelash? <laughs> Ah. But it was really hot. So again, I missed a turn. We did the roundabout. So as we were getting into the camp, you know, they seen us and they were like working together to move everybody out of the way so that we can get through. And right when we got there, like, you know, they had these people waiting to help us. And it was just super amazing that they, you know, that they knew and they were still willing to get everything out of the car. Um, We took everything down. And then from there, we were just kind of like looking at how to set things up and um, somehow... I think the We Stand United group, they were calling people to come and get in line. And then we had frontliners who were telling people like, okay, you, you're here or you're here. And at one point we had to put stickers on the people so that way they can, you know, we knew that their turn was up. From there, it just, again, it was overwhelming because it was just so much need. And we were just like ransacking through the stuff like, oh, here, look for looking for this and looking for that. And some, at one point, I think Ricky became a... An interpreter. <laughs> yeah, because um, they had a few members who didn't speak uh, Spanish, so I was there trying to help them as well because there was people trying to, like, get in, you know, kind of cut in line and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. it was just so heartbreaking to kind of, like, I'm sorry, but you guys have to, like, with the Stale, rest of the yeah. other, you know. It's, the yeah, here and there, the you end, know, I'm going to, yeah. like, manage to, like, here, take this backpack, you know. <laughs> but I can't keep doing that because then everyone else is going to see and they're going to want to, like, come in and, you know. But, yeah, I was trying to keep it as safe as possible. Then it came to a point where, like, okay, they're going to allow three or four people to come in, you know, asylum seekers to come in and, like, pick your items. Mm-hmm. You only have about a minute, and then you have to, like, obviously step to the side kind of thing. But that's another learning lesson as well, kind of like how we're going to have to, you know, for the future, organize these items to make it easier. So in case someone, you know, whoever wants to come in, you know, we kind of have, like, the pants for the men here, mm-hmm. the for the women here, the shoes here kind of thing. Same with the shoes, you know. We did have them organized here in Salinas, but... Again, we were trying to cramp everything inside this vehicle. So we then had to put the shoes in bags and, you, you know, that, mm. that's going to get, se va a revolver todo. Yeah. So, um, but next time I think we're going to zip those, you know, zip tie those and again, try to like be more organized. But again, this is a learning lesson. This is going to be we'll, better we'll next learn. time. Yes, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. It just gets better. Exactly. Yeah. It gets yeah. better. For sure. And so the way that it worked is like where you you guys were set up like outside somewhere or were you in a building or outside? You were outside. Yes. And so they were letting uh, asylum seekers come in and just kind of like in a row and like stop at a table for a minute or two, pick a couple things out, move on to the next table. Or yes. So- okay. Yes. At first okay. we were trying to give away the, uh, like, you know, for every whoever needed like diapers, these, you know, baby mm-hmm. stuff. But then we started seeing how chaotic it was getting when it came to clothing as well. Cause they were like, oh, I'm size medium or, you know, et cetera. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, going through all the items. It was a bit hard, but I think, you know, again, like it's a learning lesson and we'll be able to hopefully manage to just get better you know in organizing itself yeah and hopefully more organizers come out and you know <laughs> right more, more help come out <laughs> <and> <laughs> what, what would you say is 
What Was there anything that you guys were able to identify where you were like, yo, we didn't even think of that, but that's something that's like really needed What's, over there. Yeah. Like, is there something that, More you know. More donations for next time. Yeah, that maybe our audience wouldn't think, right? Because we always think about, you know, clothes and shoes and, you know, the you know, diapers. I feel like that's always a thing that they ask for diapers and formula for the children. Mm -hmm. But is there like another thing? Like I know you were saying that like they have to pay to use a restroom. Like should we be sending something? You know what I mean? Like what are, what's something that we're missing that we don't even know about that? Like that you guys saw that for next distribution that, Hey, we need this for sure. I want to say definitely, I mean, because there's a great need of everything out there, yeah. right? Don't get me wrong. We They need clothes, shoes. They're going to need diapers and formulas and stuff like that. But one thing that we didn't really, we didn't get any donations of that is definitely needed is hygiene stuff, especially for the girls. Oh, like, you yes. know, tampons, pans, you know, wipes and stuff like that. I did have a couple of girls come up to me and ask me for, you know, some tampons and they were like, or pads and they were really like shy about it. Again, I guess it's not something that they talk about openly out there. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, I don't have anything. I'm like, had I known, you know, I would have brought some from home, but that was something that we missed. And so hopefully for the next distribution, we can have that on the list and get a lot of donation of hygiene kits. Oh, okay. Yeah, most definitely. I think that's something that, um, well, there was a few items that we had, you know, packed already, hygiene kits and stuff, but those flew fast. Yeah. Really were, fast. And, you know, the and, and then hearing about it that you, they have to pay for these. And someone, one of the guys actually went really detailed about using the restrooms that um, there is these people who actually handle these things and stuff. They were asking for some type of like, you know, sexual fate favors itself in order to, you know, especially for women, you know, they were asking for sexual favors in order to make you know use the restroom whatever it is and that was really oh, shocking wow. to hear itself yes so um <laughs> yeah wow. when i heard that that like broke my heart because you know just hearing that itself like you know it's horrible Disgusting. and you think about it you know when you're in an encampment like you know you don't have the same services that like you know what i mean that you would have when you have a regular home yeah. right so it's like <laughs> things like you know like relieving yourself or even showering like where where are people showering in the encampments is mm-hmm. that I, I know that I had seen online of like different organizations in Tijuana that um, have like um, like showers so people can come in and like, you know, shower like once mm-hmm. a day. You know what I mean? And they're like locker room showers almost. You know what I'm saying? Like very like YMCA kind mm-hmm. of style. And so, yeah, there was something like that. And because it was like, si me acuerdo bien, era una organización de monjas. Mm. Y ellos abrieron, like, you know what I mean? Like a facility for people to come in and be able to shower because that's something that they weren't, you know, able, they didn't have access to, right? So, yeah, I think that, you know, and thinking about how we can be mindful and, you know, using um, the resources that we do have to be very impactful in these situations, yeah. right? So personal hygiene products, most yes. especially for women. For the yeah. women, and definitely, um, I don't know how this shower situation is out there because we didn't get a chance to actually go into the encampment to see. But from what we were told, the it's just really filthy. It's dirty. It's nasty. It's very unsanitary. So you can just imagine like all the diseases that they would get just being in that area. And so definitely, you know, hygiene kits was something definitely needed for all the, you know, the women. And again, there's no privacy. And then, you know, they have to do what they can to clean themselves and stuff like that in their tent. And for those that don't have a tent, they either go into this area or they just, you know, go where they can. So it was just really unfortunate to 
be able to see that and just have knowing that it's there and just not being able to like do anything about it. <laughs> I want to, I want to put you in contact. Um, there was, there's a woman I, and her name's escaping me. Um, and I follow her on social media, but she does a lot of amazing work on Skid Row in Los Angeles. And she does like meal distributions and distributions of like, you know, like sanitary kits and stuff like that. Right. Um, and one of her Instagram videos, she was showing where it's the same thing, you know, like relieving yourselves and hygiene and stuff like that is, you know, such a difficult thing, especially during COVID and mm -hmm. trying to stay clean and all these things. Right. So there was this, um you can purchase them online right um and it was like you use like one of those like five gallon buckets um with a lid on it but it had like this special kind of top that you put on it and so you put the top on you know you take the lid off you put this topper thing or whatever and you sit on top of the bucket and you're able to relieve yourself and then when you take it off you basically like pull it all up with a bag and then you oh. just like tie it up and you can throw the bag away That's cool. but it's yeah. just like a bucket right so she's like you know and she was demonstrating like you know they cost x amount of money and we were donated five hundred dollars we bought ten whatever it was right and so she was giving transparency and showing people how to use them so i'll link you guys i'll, I'll find it on my social media because i know i saved that video um and i'll link you guys to that so maybe that could be something that could be used you oh, know to so yeah, to get amazing. funds yeah. and then buy these things and then distribute them out in tijuana for you know what i mean for the people the asylum seekers who are out there who who need that because even things like that like we don't think about it right we're mm -hmm. so privileged of all the things that we have where we flick on a light yes. switch and the light turns on you know yes. our food is kept exactly. refrigerated we can buy food for two three four weeks at a time because because we have freezers and exactly. we can keep meat frozen and vegetables, you know, How fresh. How does the whole food situation, like, were you guys also getting donations for food or anything like that? Or how does that work? Or we were, For donations, we were taking anything and everything. Okay. We didn't get... We only had we only received one box of canned goods for the asylum seekers. Now, had we gotten like more funding, because that's another issue that we ran into was funding. We didn't mm. get, you know, we got donations, but we didn't get as much as we had hoped for. And so what we got was able to pay for the rental, the gas and stuff to get out there. But food wise, we that's something that we would like to do for the future to be able to get funding, to be able to take the meals and canned goods and even like the what is it? Those like little um, burners to make their own. Oh, food yeah, 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 yeah. That's like for the, the camping ones, yes, actually. Yeah, yeah, yes. Because yeah. I'm to be honest with you, I'm not really too sure how they get food out there. I don't know if you've seen anything. Um, There was another organization out there. I'm not I, I, I didn't even get the chance to go and like it was so get much, to huh? know. Yeah. Yes, because just how everything was just, you know, so rushed and yeah. stuff. But um. I there was already people out there, you know, providing them with food as well with meals. Oh, okay. That was beautiful to see. So you had the medical section on one side and then another section of like people feeding them as well, which was, you know, it's like the again, hood squad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then over here, the one with yeah. the clothes and Man, stuff. So we got to yeah. yeah. probably connect with them. Exactly. Hey, we yes. thought about it. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. They got a van too. Yes. I'm telling y'all, we can fill that with the water. So I'm just saying. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the hood squad. That's the homies um, right there. Yes. Yeah. So are you guys thinking of doing another distribution? Is this like, what, what, what is next for yeah. SOS? Yes. So we are <laughs> planning another distribution. It's in the works right now. And so when I say in the works, we are working with We Stand United to talk about, you know, a lineup so that I could better organize it for, you know, to make sure that we utilize 
the space and the time out there to be able to help as many as we can. We are working on a flyer. We do have specific needs that we are going to ask. We will be taking all donations, but specifically, as mentioned, mm-hmm. we'll talk, you know, we'll ask for shoes and hygiene kits and toilet paper. We talked about diapers, <laughs> diapers. as well. Okay. Obviously, the, the hygiene kit itself and then uh, backpacks. Backpacks. Backpacks yeah. was a big thing because obviously, you know, they're moving around. Adults and kids and everything? Yes, yes. correct. Okay. And yes. of course, camping houses, you know, tents, tents whatever tarps. we can get. Because again, there's people that don't have these items. They're just living outside, out in the wide open. Like sleeping bags. Yes. Correct, yes. Okay. So anything that you would use for camping, essentially. Yes. So yes. like any mm-hmm. type of like coolers, burners, tents, uh, cots. Yes. Um, just anything basically yeah. camping yeah. umbrellas okay. survivor mode that yeah. type Definitely. of stuff and waters waters for sure yeah okay wow yeah so we'll we will be putting out a flyer soon again we are working with we stand and then working on a date and to be honest we just kind of really have to recover from this one from this because it's a lot right like again it was a mission to be able to drive out there and to come back and it's money it's um emotionally too yeah, I would say yeah, that draining it's energy you know? financially who paid that 255 i'm assuming that came from one of y'all's <laughs> well, <laughs> you know <laughs> I, mean, I paid it which it wasn't i mean at the end of the day i'm gonna pay the fee because i want to help the people out so mm-hmm. it was like you know i'm gonna I'm going to pay. These people need help, you know? Shout out your Venmo real quick. <laughs> yeah, no. Girl, real talk. Out. Real um, talk. Shout out your like Venmo. Donate, they can donate to Simply of Service. Our Venmo is Simply of Service. And so okay. we do provide a transparency sheet as well. We have a link tree. So if anyone ever questions where our funds go, we have a link tree. You can see when the donation came in, what it's being used for. We attach receipts. So again, transparency is very important. And we believe that you know, by being able to provide that, we get, you know, how accountability and credibility and people can see, you know, we're actually doing what we say we're doing with the funds. Mm-hmm. So I love our that. link is in the link tree. So, you know. But what's your Venmo, girl? Because you spend that money. You know, and right. again, I did it from my heart because, you know, we did this for them. Throw so it on your personal <laughs> IG page and we'll tag you. <laughs> you know, girl, I got you. <laughs> so it's. Again, you know, she's going to be at the Bearded Bean on Friday if anyone wants to buy her a beard. No, just kidding. <laughs> you know, just donate to Sophia Service. And again, you know, that funds will go back into helping the people because this is just one of many. We're having more distributions and don't donate to my Venmo, but donate backpacks, donate hygiene kits, donate. Uh, what do we say? already forgot <laughs> shoes, <laughs> shoes clothes shoes. water yes. you know yeah. most importantly camping gear basically yes. okay mm-hmm. so but i do want to give a shout out to every single one who donated yes. itself and also yes. shared the flyer yes. just by sharing the flyer it's a huge thing That's itself exactly yeah, most definitely. you know if you can't volunteer or if you don't have funds it's totally fine but sharing that flyer you can show to many other people and those people are going to share it and it's going to get around to where we do are able to get what we need so you know we appreciate every single one yes. that has contributed awesome. to this event beautiful Love and definitely it. you guys for having us oh, here yeah. and talking thank about you. it thank you so much for this we're yeah. ha- Dude, you guys are, we're, we're just lucky to have you guys and having such a dope-ass community that doing great things. Like. Yeah, and willing to give up so much of their time, their energy, their effort, their, you're a mama their too. resources, I, right? I and you are still going to school full-time? I just graduated in May. Congratulations. Thank you. Graduated in May. And then it's working full-time? Yes. And Ricky, you're too, working in Todo. Yes, exactly. working full-time as well. Exactly. Correct. And you guys Ricky have a life. stays boots to the ground for his family. Like, yes. you're always yes. like. I love my yes. family. I'm a big, what is it? 
family oriented. I yes. love them so much. Your mama's and proud of you, babe. Your yes, mama is yes. so proud of my you. Beautiful guardian yes. angel. Yep. Most definitely. She is. Yeah. I, I feel her energy presence around I you. I remember going to what was it, one of the protests down in Greenfield and I saw a bus pull to the side with campesinos coming out of work and I literally saw her in there as well. It yeah, was, it that's, was really beautiful. That's her sign you know, that she's that around. Moment, just seeing, you know, her out there is beautiful. I love it. She's with you all the time, babe. Most definitely. Most, most What's definitely. your sign, Ricky? Virgo. Okay. I feel Virgo. it. I feel it. <laughs> yes. I'm all looking at you like yes. everyone tells me you're like you're a Virgo right away. Like, oh, wow. like, how do you? You you got a little sentimental. Me. That's why I asked you. I was like, could you be a Pisces? Yes. Could you be <laughs> or a Cancer? Yeah. Cancer or Pisces? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm and how about you, Lisa? What's your sign? I'm an Aquarius. Love yes. it. Yes. And I believe I am. You know that does fit me because everything uh, you what you read about an Aquarius is me. I don't know. I'm everything and anything. Like, <laughs> I don't even know sometimes, you know? I'm, I'm a true Pisces also. Yeah. Like they say, like we stay in our feelings. We're always like, you know, creative, but like always in this dreamland and yeah. like, oh, like we fall in love with potential. I'm like, fuck, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. Like, I married a Pisces. So like I said before, <laughs> sorry. Oh, yes. Sorry. I married, and my bonus son is a Pisces. So I have two emotional people in my house right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, my daughter is an Aries and Try telling an Aries, Aries no. Though. You cannot tell an Aries no. Aries are stubborn. They're persistent. Oh, yeah. They ex. have a lot of determination. <laughs> like, oh no, you can't tell them no. You can't take no, right? <laughs> and I, I'm no. like, she's like, can we have ice cream? And I'm like, it's kind of cold outside. She's like, but it's going to get colder. So if we have it right now, <laughs> it's the hottest time of the day. She knows, <laughs> yeah. she's like, I have all of that. I have four kids and all they all you have look a different good. size. I was going to say, damn girl, where'd you put those you four kids? <laughs> I'm like, I have all signs. Oh. You know, my oldest is about to be 16 and my baby is eight. So I got everything and anything. I got hormones going on. I got someone trying to be 21. <laughs> I got I'm like, oh, Lisa, no, you look no. the same since I've known you since seventh grade, girl. Oh God, if you, look, if you look good. Like, I'm not like, no, for real. You have you. four kids. I do, yeah. I have babies. one child and she's been sick for the last four days. Oh, and I like, I'm literally going to leave here and go to sleep. Like, <laughs> I'm so exhausted. And I always say this about like moms of like multiple children. How do you still have hair? Like, I would pull my hair. I'd be so stressed. Like, I have one child, and she drives me up the wall. Like, I, I tell my mom all Dude, the time. give her to Patrick. I swear, <laughs> Pat is like, come here, baby girl. Like, he got her. Oh, my God. Pat. And then she comes back, and she's like, I'm like, no, 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 talk right, talk right. Like, <laughs> baby, 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 so much. Girl, oh my I, it's God. hard. Like I said, it's, you know, I don't I don't even know how I do it sometimes. I just know sleep doesn't exist. So people are always like, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't know. I don't sleep. I drink coffee at nighttime. No, I'm I remember weirdo. you telling me that like, you drink coffee. And I was like, what the I, fuck? I have to drink coffee to go to sleep. It's so weird. I don't know. Your body works differently. Yeah. This is why I love yeah. the bearded bean because they have both poisons, caffeine and alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and sometimes like I'll walk in, it'll be a certain time of day and I'll like stand at the register. They're like, what can we get you, Sam? I'm like, let me pick my poison hang up <laughs> what do you guys got on tap right now <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's so hard and you know i just want to mention and throw it out there you know the distribution which happened on you know the 10th the 10th um it was actually my daughter's birthday it was, she turned 13 i was 
bummed because I'm like, it's her birthday. She's a teenager. Like it's your big one three, you know, but I had talked to her about it before and she didn't really want anything. She really wanted me to take the donations out there and do it. And so I did something a little bit small for her at the house before we left. And, you know, I gave her her little cake and we blew out her candle and then I was on my merry way to San Diego. So uh, it was hard, but seeing that she was okay with us doing this, you know, it was just like, I know I'm doing good. You know, because she was. Yeah. Your babies have been there too, and on, on like on yeah. doing everything with you, which is like they amazing. Protest yeah. With us. Which yeah, we see. Yeah, yeah. Well, they protest. <laughs> like, yeah. us. You know, they Are come out that? to mutual aid. You know, and so you know, I think it's really important that we talk to our kids about what's going on because Amen. that's how we're going to change it. Yeah. Right. So we right now what we're trying to unlive is all these things that were taught to us by our parents, taught by their parents and their parents, and mm-hmm. in order for us to break this cycle, we need to be the change. And by doing mm-hmm. that, you Amen. Your kids, their kids are going to go talk to their friends and so on and so forth and, you know, be our own media. It's a chain with us. Yeah. So that's the only way to stop it. So talking to my kids, I know, you know, they're talking to their friends and being about it. So it's really important. Parents. And I get in trouble with my stepson. Nope. <laughs> with his mom. about it with your kid. Whoops. It's really important, you know. And but am I really sorry, though? I'm just kidding. <laughs> so it, it's really important for us, though, to have the conversations with our kids, you know, so they can know what's going on and how to correct it when they see it happening. Yeah. Exactly. And also how to be unselfish, because that's really big of a 13 year old man. I know full grown men that are like, it's my birthday. Like, oh, yeah. Take we, a we fucking know people. seat, bro. We know people. Oh, yeah. You've had 45 <laughs> of those. Chill. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> You're old, bro. No, yeah. just kidding. Calm the fuck down. Exactly. And so, You'll yeah, have 46. And it's, again, it was really, I was just like kind of, you know, sad that we didn't do something, but the fact that she was okay with it and being able to be out there. So, you know, it was, it's hard being a mom and doing all this stuff, but it's also very empowering. And I share that with everybody listening because you can make a difference, you know, by being thoughtful and mindful and just talking about it. So yeah. my daughter seeing me and us doing all this work was able to, for her to be okay for me going out there. So talk Aww. to That's parents. amazing. Yeah, talk That's to so your awesome. children, parents. What's your daughter's name? Kimberly. Shout out, Kimberly. Yeah. Happy 13th yeah. birthday. Yeah. Damn, I hear she'd be so red right now. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. All your little twins, man. My babies. Love yeah. them. They're, they make me... They make me hide in the bathroom. Okay, I don't pull my hair out, but I just go hide in the bathroom. Oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. Like, oh I do that, too, bro. And yeah. then I'm like, can I have some privacy? And then now sometimes she'll be in the restroom and I'm like, hey, are you done in there? She's yes. like, mom, can I have some privacy? And I'm yeah. like, can I have my tablet back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? I go in See, there, you know, I just be just sitting there, right? Just like, like I pretend I'm in the restroom. And my son will be like, mom, what are you doing? What are you doing in the bathroom? Well, what do you think we do in the restroom, child? Like, what do you mean? I mean, my bonus son's 12. So he has his thing all hooked on and everything. But at the same time, I got fur babies. They will scratch on the door to get inside. I'll be like, oh, hell. Like, I am taking it. And I can hear Patrick, your baby girl's at the bathroom. (laughs) I'm a motherfucker. Go get her. (laughs) Go get her. This is my time. (laughs) Damn it, man. But with that, we will get into the wrap up of our show. And everyone's favorite part. (laughs) Yes. Well, we always ask everybody um, about the current book that they're reading or a book that has had a big influence in your life so that we can add it to our bookshop.org reading list. So Ricky, what are you into? What are you reading? So right now, I mean, I really, I don't usually 
fully finish all the books. I'll be, yeah. honest, with you. I'll be honest with you guys. I really don't. Guilty. But the but the ones like and the author itself, Don Miguel Ruiz. Yes, I try to like go through you know all of them, but like you know in his like. Just the energy that he brings in these books mm. itself and, you know, a lot of like, like I might be going through something myself and just reading that will like literally make me look at life a different way mm. and or make me evaluate my mm. life, you know, and, and that goes with all his books itself. It's just so power. That's pretty much with. All his books itself, you know, yeah. going through my grieving. The most famous well. one, right? Yes. Uh, the Four Agreements. You got yep. me to that yes. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm really bad with names. <laughs> no, it's okay. But, um, yeah, I bought his collection. There's like, I want to say like good four or five books that yeah. I purchased mm-hmm. from him. And literally, I, sometimes I'm like sitting at the beach or whatever it is, having my coffee there and like just going I watch through it, them. Watch I just, like it. You know, that's, that, that's pretty much the beach you know could go out read and like trying to like distress myself yes mm-hmm. that's my self-therapy yeah yes. and other than that i mean you know the go one, out and go organize the one that i love by in the four agreements by don miguel Luis says um be impeccable with your word mm-hmm. yeah that's uh, yeah. such a hard one man be impeccable with your word like that one tell mean me what you say i, heard, I read say that and i thought mean. of you <laughs> I swear, bitch. I was like, Sam. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm like that type. I, I, I've said it on the podcast before. I'm like, I don't ask the questions that I don't want the honest answers to. So, like, I'll only ask questions that I feel like I can like receive the honest answer do you know what i mean because sometimes we ask the question and we want the answer we want but and we don't want to receive the truth so now i only ask questions that i want the honest answers to and i'm like never mind (laughs) never mind take it back nope (laughs) nope you don't want that you don't want that smoke (laughs) you lisa is there a book that you're currently reading or it made us impact on your life that you want the next person to that's listening to this podcast right now to read i had a lot of books that i read i think one of the main books that really impacted my life a lot it was called the children of sanchez and it's a documentary about a girl just trying to grow up in mexico in the 1950s and she talks about poverty and the social norms that she had to live through during her time and one of the quotes that I read in her in the book, it said to be alive without living was an ugly thing. And that hit me because I even got that tattooed on my back. That quote is tattooed mm. on my back. To be alive without living was an ugly thing. And, you know, I, I read it over and over and I'm like, I don't know, I was taken back by it and in the book, you know, she just follows what her mom and her dad want her to do, you know, wanting to get married at a young age and having kids and, you know, repeating that pattern of the typical Mexican culture. Disciple. And she didn't want that. She wanted to go to school. She wanted to get educated. And so it got to the point where she left home and then she tried to make a life out there. But then, you know, she gets sexually assaulted and ends up finding her way back home because she was raped multiple times until the point where she stood her ground and she said to be alive without living was an ugly thing. I'm going to live my life. She goes on and she's some, I don't remember too much of the ending because there was chapters to this book, but she ends up coming to the United States and she gets a job and starts her family here. And it was just like, that was me. You know, I, I live this life where I wanted to do all the work that I'm doing now. I just didn't know how to do it. Mm. I think I was scared because mm-hmm. doing this kind of work is never easy, right? You no. get a lot of backlash. Mm. You get a lot of negative negativity. You get yeah. trolls Girl. on social media. Girl. Yes. Girl. I know. I know. I know. 
<laughs> a motherfucker in your DM. You're yeah. like, who are you? From being harassed in person to mm-hmm. being harassed on social media, which is still cyberbullying. Yep. It's not easy. But I was able this book helped me get over that fear. And now I'm just, you know, and my social media is trying to raise awareness I and being it. part of a badass group and connecting with people like you guys. So mm-hmm. I'm no longer afraid. So mm-hmm. I'm now living my life. You both That's are amazing. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Super Thank dope. You. Damn. It's, we we have to get into people, like man. regalos y cargas after that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that felt like a Dr. Phil therapy session or something, right? <laughs> Anyhow. It's Senorita Laura. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> you are I said Dr. Phil because I was watching this video last night and they were talking about a chick that got famous from being on Dr. Phil. That and that's what the video was about. Well, they, they were saying that like she started it, but then they were talking about like these other kids that like essentially the same thing. They got famous from being on Dr. Phil or whatever. Catch me outside. Is that that one girl? Yeah, well, yeah, but oh. she's the one who started it. Like she was one of the first like teenage or you know what i mean like kind of those young kids Mm -hmm. who created like a persona now she has like a she's literally listed on wikipedia as having a rap career i'm like who is this exactly not to mention her only fans because she has that only oh yeah Yeah, Uh, i'm so glad i don't know this shit i didn't know because my kids and i'm like who is she and they're like mom she has an only fans and she hit the record i i from what i learned from my children (laughs) uh, she the very first day that she opened her OnlyFans, I think she hit like one million, like what? in the like few hours that she had it open because of all her shit. I'm trying I'm to like, think about my, making one for my feed. <laughs> right? I love those memes where they're like, feed. when I see how much people make on OnlyFans and they do that where they lift their shirt up. Ha. Me and my food yeah. coming out yeah. real quick. That like, shit is hilarious. Yeah. We'll get into my regalos y cargas really quick because it all plays into this, right? But <laughs> my carga is the fact that my kid is sick, bro. Mm. She has the common cold. It's not COVID. I took her to the doctor. She is coughing. But like <laughs> people are looking at her all weird. And literally we were out in PG and she saw mom, that lady shooting me dirty looks. My pobrecita, <laughs> my little niece. Oh. Fuck those people. Dude, <laughs> she has a cough. And like yeah. just think of like right now in the times and people look at me all crazy. Plus and then she allergies. Thumbian. Yeah. She, she has a little bit of a cold again. I took her to the doctor. She's fine. But she's not sleeping which means that mom's not sleeping so at three o'clock i'm in the bowels of the fucking internet watching videos (laughs) about kids who got famous on dr phil and then i'm like what am i doing with my life bro go to sleep wait is that why she watched that one video and that she was obsessed no 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 (laughs) it was so cute so and you know what that is my regalo is that my kid is She's sick so she's just like mom cuddle me mom i need this like Aww. she's so amorosa right now mommy i need you mommy i love you mommy your carlos the best mommy you make the best tea uh mommy let's watch a video together mommy we could watch coco twice in one week that's okay right <laughs> like i mean she's just like everything Aww. is mommy i love you and let's be together and cuddle together and stuff so it's kind of like i'm not sleeping because she's not, again she's not sleeping and she'll kick me in the middle of the night and I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, but I love it. And so she, we were watching videos on YouTube because I don't own a television set. So this is how we keep entertained. And you know that we actually saw 
Julissa Prado from Rizos Curls mm. did one of those videos of like, do you want to form an alliance with me? <laughs> Absolutely, I do. <laughs> it's like, good, good. Yeah, Excellent, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she did one with her bird. <laughs> no, she did it. She did. And it's super cute. And so you send it. <laughs> I showed it to Amy. And so she loved it. So we did one of those videos. But <laughs> So I'm all, do you want to form an alliance with me? <laughs> I, she goes, Yes, absolutely, I do. <laughs> she like, yeah, her she smile can. is just like. And yes. then I say, and I'm like, good, good, excellent. But we couldn't finish it because she laughs before the ending of it the whole time. <laughs> and we did it like six or seven times, and she can't stop laughing. It's the cutest thing in the world. I'm, I'm, I look like shit, but we might put it up on the comadres because <laughs> again, a bitch ain't sleeping. <laughs> you guys look so, great. Shut up. Yeah, that's my regalos y cargas. The re- the carga is the kid is sick. The <laughs> Regalo is she's she Lovey loves dubby. mom. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll kind of take it. <laughs> but yeah, I'll pass it over to the comadre Frenchie. All right, let's start with the carga. Um, as most of you all know, there was some shootings over the weekend. Um, unfortunately, um, I've known one of the guys, so that's a that's a really hard carga on me. My my friend Gabe, and he's doing good. I've heard he's gonna pull through in the hospital. So you know, it's been hard. It's just, it happened all at once. You hear the news, of course, KSBW, and then you're like, oh, shit, I wonder who it is. Then you find out, people start talking, and it's just like, wait, what? And it goes off. Yeah, and then those phone calls, those texts, we're like, whoa, wait a minute, you know? And, um, yeah, so that was, it was really hard. Then I'm going through some family issues, so everything tied up together this weekend. So it's, like, all, like, on me again, you know, just, like, so much pressure on my shoulders. Or maybe just me stressing off, you know, trying to be everywhere for, you know, for everyone. For everyone, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my my regalo. Um, it's not me personally, but just tell your loved ones, you know, you love them, you care for them, talk to them every day, check on them. Don't forget, you know, that's mental health is a big, it's a big thing. Don't forget that. Not every day is promised. Amen. Just that. yeah. Just, you know, tell everyone, regardless if you hate your fucking <laughs> whatever is going on, like you're like, fuck that bitch. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> You, <laughs> tell me why that hit for Ricky. <laughs> so, yeah. Like that's gonna be regardless, like your your dog till the end, regardless what it is. Um, mm-hmm. it's gonna be your family, whatever it is. Like I'm gonna be emotional. But Saturday, <laughs> this past Saturday, I got fucked up. I'm not gonna lie. I was mm-hmm. like past <laughs> drunk. Like I haven't been drunk this long time. And you know what? And I know I cried because I saw videos after. Yep, I cried. <laughs> and I, she she did the. I love you, bitches. <laughs> she did that cry. Okay, and she was drunk. You know, drunk. I was just, yeah. I haven't been drunk like that in a really long time. At least, like I said, I didn't throw up. Was it tequila? Yes, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 1800. It was 1800. And Centenario. It was Centenario too, huh? Yeah. And that's all I drank was just shots, no beer. But anyways, I just, the, the vibe, the you know, the feeling of just... Yeah. Everything was just so good that day. Just the atmosphere and everything felt nice. And just, you know, don't forget, like, life is life. Don't dwell on a moment. And just, it's it's going to be a bad moment, but don't take it as a bad day. Or live. Just just be okay. Breathe, and it's going to be okay. It's a bad day, not a bad life. There yes. you go. And, yes. yeah, it's just, just love everyone, guys. That's my regalo in carga. Except for racist motherfuckers. Yeah, but go them. ahead, Ricky. Like my shirt says, <laughs> people suck. Yeah, no, for me, a carga, to be honest, after, you know, being out there and helping the asylum seekers, it's so hard to, like, actually have, you know, an actual, like, you know, um, like I could be having, you know, kind of like, uh, what can I say? 
Like little things, you know, could be going wrong, but at the same time, it's like they have it even worse down there. Oh, perspective. So I can't, you know, say that, oh, this little thing's going to like ruin my whole day. If anything, I try to just switch it and be something positive. Mm-hmm. Something that I've been battling is like, you know, mentally is like working from home. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, I'll be going working from the office itself. But even then, you know, I'm thinking like, I'm over here stressing about just working at home. Are you serious? Like, are you kidding me? Like these people are like, you know, yeah. are la- trying to like, fight their life out there, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so I try to like, you know, try to stay as positive as much as possible, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and in regards to like a regalo, a regalo itself, you know, just like you said, you know, mm-hmm. family. Family itself is huge. Enjoy them as much as you can. Enjoy that day every day as much as possible. And like you said, yes, tell your loved ones you love them because anything can change in a blink of an eye. I just start crying and I'm like, girl, my eyelashes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you know, it took me a long time to put these on in the car. Yes. So if you are having a bad day, just try to like take that deep breath. And just think about, like, just, you know, about your life, you know, your loved ones. And just keep thinking positive. Keep moving bettering forward. yourself, moving forward. Mm. And, you know, you have that support. You're never alone. You have those friends and family out there. And if not, we're here. Yep. <laughs> we're here. Amen. We're never yes. alone. SLC. Lisa. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> trying to think about, you know, just, okay, I think one of, uh, how do you guys say, a carga for yeah. me? Yeah. For many that don't know me, I've been dealing with immigration for a while now. So the father of my kids was deported about a year and a half ago. So I've been dealing with my kids by myself. And during this time, well, he left in December of 2019. It was pretty much like right after he left, we got hit with the pandemic, COVID. So I started working from home. My kids were home. I was doing online school. And it was literally the hardest time I've ever had in my life aside from losing my dad well my dad also got deported when I was eight so it was just like history repeating itself I struggled a lot you know it came to the point where I almost quit school I cried every day you know I would sit in the shower and it was just like how do I do this how do I get through the next day you know like even trying to tell my kids, you know, when they were like, mom, you know, when is Bobby going to come home? And, you know, why is he not here? And trying to explain to them what it means to be a citizen and not be a citizen, you know, like at the time they didn't know about it. And it was very, it was very hard for me to get through that. But out of that situation, you know, it's very unfortunate, but how do you say it? A regalo for me regalo. was having that happen to me, I was able to find my voice to be where I'm at now. I was able to use that to speak not only of my story and or my children's story of, you know, losing their dad, but also to be able to raise awareness of what's going on with all the other people that can't share their story for the, you know, the lives that were lost, trying to seek asylum for the children that are in cages, these attention centers, you know, again, it was it's a shitty situation and it sucked because I, you know, even then I couldn't get a lot of benefits. You know, I didn't get the stimulus. I didn't qualify for food stamps. I didn't get none of that. You know, that hit me hard because when everybody was all excited about getting their stimulus and going to shop at Dee Dee's and Ross, you know, I'm like, <laughs> shit, like, I don't get that, you know, and it, yeah. it was, I was pissed off and I cried, but I'm like, you know what? It's fine because I was able to learn to 
be independent and do things on my own. And then a motherfucker's still gonna charge you two fifty five yes. at the border, bitch. That makes me so upset. <laughs> she didn't get a stimulus, and they still. Oh, yeah, girl, you know, it was you know, me. It this was, episode, give me your vibe. I'm gonna attack you on your shit. Dude. I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna be bugging you. Sucked, but again, that all of that happening is led us to be here today in this room. That's true. Because if that didn't happen, who knows if I would have not been able to find my voice. And, and that's I how we could reconnect it again. Good. Yeah. Because yeah. we, you know, mm-hmm. we met, uh, we reconnected at the Santa Cruz protest. And mm-hmm. so it just. The universe. Know, yeah. yeah. It was an unfortunate situation, but I turned it, trying to make it into a positive one. And here I am. And, and you're doing We're not going thing. anywhere. We're mm-hmm. not going anywhere. Yeah. Both so of you doing the damn out thing. There. Follow us. Turning all my yes. L's into lessons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm living my best life. <laughs> Where can anyone reach you guys, like social media wise, your guys' is per- anything? Like, do you guys want to post that out there? I mean, obviously, people already know yes, SOS. No, but- of course. Simply of service mm-hmm. on Instagram. And then, um, same thing with our Venmo. It's simply of service. Simply of service. Simply of service as well. And um, again, we're planning to do another distribution sometime in August itself. So stay tuned in there. Yes, correct. That is. This whole year is flying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the flyer will be posted there. All details there. And hopefully you guys can join us if it's, you know, donating or your time as well, you know, helping in any way. Or if you want to come with us down, take that trip down there, you know, everyone is welcome. I know, I'm you're I'm you need your passport, yeah. girl. <laughs> I have you a passport. actually don't need a passport to go. Yeah, no, oh, you don't need a passport. If you're to... a citizen, just take your birth certificate and your ID and you're good. Oh, hey, I thought vamos. you needed a passport. Or because even, if the... you're, even if your uh, passport is um, expired. expired, mine was expired a whole decade ago and the uh, Border <laughs> Patrol literally told me, do you, have you guys ever owned a passport? And I said, yes, but it's expired a whole decade ago. And he's like, or no, she was like, just bring it. All we do is just scan it. I'm like, all right, well, Mine you're like, you're, uh, you're okay, fine, because yeah, that picture was good. from like 15 yeah. years ago, I and I've been looking. Yeah, I literally was telling her, you sure that's all you need, an ID or your birth certificate? Because I thought you, mm-hmm. like, there was like a law that had passed a couple yeah. years ago, because where they said, oh, you know what? It's, it's your real flying. ID, isn't it? no. When you fly, fly now, before yeah. you could fly to Mexico, and if you were a U.S. citizen, you just had to have your your birth certificate and your ID, mm-hmm. and you can fly back and forth. But now, when you fly, you have to present a valid passport. passport for passport? Like, I'm sorry, the like birth certificate and my marriage certificate because of my last name, or does it matter as long as with my ID? Mm. Your ID and your birth certificate should be fine. Yeah, that should be two yeah. different last names. But I mean, it's my my marriage last name. I mean, I mean, you could take it more. I the know, more because you take, I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> And legally, they cannot not let you back in. Like, bitch, they say that, but they can harass you. I mean, worst comes to worst, I think they can just pull you to the side, to the secondary, hold you there, and ask you all these thousands of questions that you're gonna have answers to. You know, like I'm all bitch. One of better stay with me. All that stuff. I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I remember they did. 
to us one time when I was a little girl that they llevan a la secundaria or whatever, like the, yeah, la revisión secundaria. Uh -huh. And they're like asking you like all these questions or whatever, like, you know, where do you go to school? Where were you born? What are your parents' names? Like, you know, this and that. Just they ask you like, what's the president and stuff like that. And I remember thinking to myself, like, this guy's grown and he don't know none of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> How did he get this job? Like, why is he asking me? Before we end, that's what they did to me too when we went on an airplane finally after. Mm -hmm. um, they asked me all these questions like when we're getting back into my, um to the U.S. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, where are you going? Where are you from? What school? Whoop de whoop. Who are your parents? And I'm all looking like, what the fuck? And I literally looked at my mom and my dad and my mom was like, Jackie, answer. And I was all, <laughs> Right here. And they're like, hold on. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? My right mom here. was so pissed at me. I mean, I was like Damn. maybe eight. Yeah. When you're little. But they're still <laughs> harassing. I just, I recently came back from Mexico. Not this trip, but about, I think for Father's Day, I took my kids over there to go see their dad. And coming back, I got drilled by the border patrol they moved me to secondary and they were just asking me ridiculous ass questions you know they're like how come you don't come more often or what what's your reason for here like coming and i'm like first of all i live 10 hours away second of all shit ain't free like <laughs> gas and time i can't just come all the time you know and then they're like ¿Qué le importa? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. i was like oh i'm you know i'm headed to walmart my daughter you know and i was already getting irritated as it is i having you know issues i don't like border patrol you know if you guys yeah. know abolish ice fuck them yes but i you know i was like they were questioning like why i was going back to the u.s and i'm like you know my daughter started her menstrual period <laughs> and she has you know blood coming from her she vagina is like a fucking pig I okay was like, i need you know feminine products is that an issue and you know they put me to secondary and harass me even more there Damn. and i'm just like fuck you guys i gotta go so it's still happening to this day yeah, I'll, never, I'll never forget so when they asked my mom, how many times do you wash your vehicle? <gasps> that was one of them. And and we were thinking like, ¿Para qué? why were they how asking? That Are they going to wash your car? Like, nunca, wey, nunca lo lavo, yes. estupidos. Like, how many times do you wash your vehicle? Because it was so clean. It was so clean that day. And somehow they managed to ask that question. Like, really? You don't care where citizens you're asking him. <laughs> I get a, know, car, a new car every yes. week. Yeah. Do you need your car detailed? <laughs> Because I got homies. You gotta wash my car for me. We got them in Mexicali. I love that. We're on every hustle, y'all. So, yeah. If y'all want to find more information about all the work that's happening or, you know, tap in with the homies, make sure to check them out on IG at Simply of Service. You can always tap in with the comadres at 831 underscore comadres on Instagram. Make sure to like, subscribe, rate, all that good stuff. Love us. <laughs> she said love us. <laughs> I love Even it. If you hate us, you're still getting a review. I mean, still listening to us, that gives us more better reviews than being so. Yeah, so thanks. Mm -hmm. Confused. Uh, what is it? Uh, haters are confused fans. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> Muchísimas gracias. Yes. Uh, but with that, we will wrap up this episode of 831 Comadres. Thank you so much to everyone out there in podcast land listening to us. And we will catch you next week. Adios. Ciao. Bye. Bye.